You're listening to the God, God Life Culture, Culture Podcast, Podcast, where faith and what's trending collide. Welcome, welcome back to the latest episode of the Guy Love Culture Podcast. This is Eddie. What's up, everyone? This is Miguel, and we are so excited that you are back for a brand new episode of the God Life Culture Podcast. We want to remind you right from the beginning that if you are not subscribed to our podcast, that you hit that subscribe button so you can be notified every time we drop a new episode. If you're listening to us on Apple or Spotify, Anchor, if you're watching us on YouTube, we want you to like, comment, share, subscribe so you can be a part of our podcast journey eddie how are you feeling today today is a good day i mean we're starting to get that taste of spring yes Uh, that's really good you know it's like regular just sweater weather um and it's starting to give you the i mean i'm the type of person that you know i have to drive on a highway to and from work um so it's always great when the weather is nice you can put the windows down you can have the music blasting and have your own little concert moment all by yourself uh so now that that temperature is starting to hit that way it's starting to be like oh great i'm gonna be able to have my uh carpool karaoke moments all by myself uh but you know the things that you look forward to those are little places that you find your little joy and your ho- your happiness throughout the day how about you yeah i mean i have to agree i think the weather here in new york today is beautiful right it's giving yeah. us that taste of summer it gets people excited it gets people out of their like you know winter like feelings and like that you know dark vibe that sometimes you know True. the winter brings yep. upon us right and i don't know if you heard but we switched you know, the clocks went forward, right? Yes. That the Senate passed that daylight savings time is now permanent. Yes. Is that what it is? So what is, what does that mean? Does that mean this is the time it's going to (laughs) stay? You're actually the wrong person, but yes, they did. I did see that they spoke about not changing the clock anymore. Um, and that that was something that they, quite frankly, they thought was kind of like dumb to keep doing and keep going back and forth. Um, but I, funny enough, I was thinking about that because I was like, I wonder, uh, depending on which one, if it's daylight saving time, which is what we just did now um, a couple of weeks ago, it means that then um, everybody lost that hour of sleep, but that it's supposed to be more light later in the day yeah okay uh, so, so according to google right, <laughs> um that means that we don't have to change the clocks twice a year yeah, right? yeah um and the move would essentially eliminate standard time which is what many states switch to during the winter months oh okay so no so it's even gonna every, stay even like this people okay great so right that's cool so then I, I was thinking more for then in the winter um it'll be a little bit more light out um, yeah a little bit darker. I mean, more later at night, it'll be a little bit more light out yeah. versus how usually when it's like the, the height of winter is like four o'clock and it's already dark. Yeah. Uh, so that's something to look forward to. It also means, though, that when you wake up in the morning, it'll be pitch black. Uh, but, True. you know, it's kind of a trade off depending on what time you go to work. There's some people that go don't leave their house till like eight o'clock. So they don't care. But then yeah. the people like us that leave at six or seven in the morning, uh, you may. But I'd rather it be dark in the morning and more light at night. That's my type of vibe. Um, but, you know, those are one of those things that I'm pretty sure there's people that are complaining about regardless yeah so yeah so i don't know uh listeners if you're like you know enjoying this if you think that this is a great idea if you think (laughs) it's a horrible idea but let us know what you think right i i personally love it i think that um again the more daylight it is outside and the more hours of sun that we get the better it is right especially 
um, in the summer, obviously. But also, as you get into the winter months, mm. I think it'll be interesting to see. I think naturally, just as you know, every the sun and moon, all that stuff works, right? I'm not a scientist, but I it'll think it'll go down right? earlier. It'll regardless. still go down yeah, earlier, yeah, yeah. right? But um, you know, we'll just get some extra. You know, light time light time you For know sure. what i mean and um you know it's funny because i think whenever we talk about topics like this about you know the weather and winter and you know coming out of winter into spring and summer mm-hmm. usually we talk about like people's moods right and how you know the yeah. weather can even affect people's moods right whether it's like raining outside or just it's a dark and gloomy day it can affect mm-hmm. people's weather the winter time you know there are things like seasonal depression that we've yep. talked about mentioned before yeah. um but it's funny because a few days ago I was, you know, driving in my car, like you said, right? When you put the windows down and you're <laughs> you're vibing in your car, right? Then there are those moments where the weather's not that great that you're vibing in a different way. <laughs> you know what I mean? Where you're just like pensive and reflecting on you know, your life. So randomly this thought came to mind and I was like, man, this would be a great topic mm. to talk about and dive into. But it was funny because I had told you this um, just a few months ago in a conversation yeah, that, that we had. Uh, but it was this random flashback that came to me of a time where it was your uh son's baby shower for your son your yeah. oldest son jackson and um you know it was uh it was in the summertime was yeah it? around yeah. the summertime yeah, so it was a beautiful day a lot of people yep. there and um you know at that time that year i was very busy like every weekend like friday through sunday i was going to like different churches events and schools and doing all types of stuff with my poetry and i remember um you know, having like everything booked for that weekend. And then it was like your son's birthday. And I was like, man, I can only baby really, shower, baby shower. Sorry. <laughs> and I'm like, I can only be there for, you know, just like an hour. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And of course it was like the first hour of the party mm-hmm. that the party, nothing was happening yet. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? People were just getting there and yeah. the party was just getting started. And it was one of those things where normally when I would go to different places, I'd always bring people like bring someone, mm-hmm. but, all the people that I would bring mm. were at this event with yeah. you, right? Um, it's not your fault, though. I'm just <laughs> saying. So Imagine. I remember um, that day because, and again, I had been doing this for so long and like mm. week after week. And there were a lot of other things that I would be missing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's just that feeling sometimes stinks, you know. And I remember leaving, um, you know, the baby shower, that party and just, you know, driving to the event. And I was by myself, you know, at that time. Um, no one was able to come with me. And... I just remember the feeling of loneliness, mm. right? And although like I had friends and my friends were there and all these different things, it was just weird um, because again, just going by yourself, leaving uh, where you had all your friends and family yeah. and people that you, you know, talk to and everything to just go by yourself to do what you have to do. And, mm. and, you know, within ministry and whatever, it just felt really lonely yeah. being there by myself you know mm-hmm. what i mean and i remember that day just being real pensive and real reflective about it and just you know missing or feeling like i was missing out mm-hmm. on a lot of different you know friends opportunities or family gatherings and things like that because i was just so busy on the weekends yeah you know what i mean and it was just that feeling of loneliness that again it's to this day i remember it mm-hmm. and what that felt and just it wasn't nice you know what yeah. i mean and it was years ago i was still growing and learning and trying to figure out balance and all of that mm-hmm. you know i remember i put up a facebook post that day and that's actually how it came you yeah, know yeah. into my memories be, through facebook thank you facebook and um you know it was a whole post that had put up about balance and trying mm-hmm. to balance things and not feeling like you're successful at balancing stuff and missing mm. things and trying to be there for people you love and you can't sometimes and it just stinks to be in that place yeah. of loneliness so i think today we should dive in 
with the topic of loneliness. And mm-hmm. I think it's such a big topic. Yeah. There's so many different ways that, you know, people can look at this or that we can go. Um, but I think it's something that at one point or another, mm-hmm. we will all feel lonely. Yeah, absolutely. And I think even using the example that you gave, it just shows a different aspect of loneliness. I think that a lot of times people, you know, when they talk about loneliness, they just like consider somebody locked up in a room somewhere, not having anything to do. Uh, But when we look at it from the point of view of someone who is busy and always on the go and has friends, has family that loves them, cares for them, is always around them. um, But there can arise moments of loneliness like it did with you as well, Uh, which was interesting because when we were having that conversation uh, a while back, you know, first of all, it was like six years later. I had no idea, <laughs> no idea. Six years later, you bring this up um, and we speak about this whole situation that happened. And it's like I had no it's just even in the moment, I had no idea. And it's like it's it's interesting to see it from the perspective of someone from the outside looking in, of uh, you know, not really understanding and not really like catching the the the, the whiff or catching the the idea that you know it kind of sucked that he had to do that. It, you know, it was messed up that he had to leave a situation where he knew he was going to have fun. He wanted to be with his people, had to go do something else because you were responsible. It was the right thing to do, but no one else could go with you. Yeah. So you know, those are opportunities that arise in our life as well. Whether you're being productive, whether it's in work, whether it's in ministry or in life in general where you're maybe doing something good you were going to go minister basically you know with your poetry stuff or whatever but the fact that you had to do it alone and that you didn't have nobody to go with and also truthfully FOMO the fear of missing out you know it was this whole other thing that was happening like man I really wish I could stay there whatever but it was also because you mentioned like that you didn't know and it was like six years later six years later I bring it up but I think it's also the idea at least for me Mm -hmm. right um where I don't like to complain about things that I say yes to or that I'm doing. Yeah, right? I get that. So it was like, I gave my yes. I knew I signed up for this. This yes. is what I'm doing. This is my life right now. So it was very much like, you know, I'm going to execute. I'm going to do it. Yeah. I'm not going to, you know, uh, show like that I'm upset or that, mm-hmm. you know, this is hard. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's also a mistake that, you know, people make even mm-hmm. when it comes to loneliness and its byproducts and side yeah. effects and all that, where, you just feel like you have to be on all the time yeah. or you can't let people see you sweat or you can't be truthful and honest about how you really feel. And I think sometimes that can even make you feel even more lonely. True. And I think, you know, th- there's a balance in that because you also don't want to come off ungrateful. Like, look at you, all these opportunities that you keep complaining about it. Right. But it's like, no, even through those opportunities and through those moments where I am doing something positive or something that I want to do, there's still moments of loneliness because that's just part of it. Yeah. You know, you see that with people that are always touring these artists that are always on tour buses and stuff like that or whatever you know it's the same thing with them as well they're never home so they may have a full-blown family 37 kids a wife all this like three dogs and all this like fun stuff you just said 37 kids kids. (laughs) Um, all this fun stuff waiting for them at their house you know in calabasas but since they're traveling for six months straight they don't get to experience none of that. So even though they're doing what they love, they're singing or they're performing and all that great stuff, you know, at the end of the day, they still feel lonely because the nights when they have to be on the tour bus by themselves or those moments where they need somebody to give them like, you know, a pat in the back, like you're about to go on, you're going to kill it. Don't worry about it. Um, they don't have that with them. So those moments do arise. But loneliness is one of those things that also happens for people that are, aren't experiencing any of that. You know, there's people that experience loneliness just because of situations in their life. Maybe they feel that even though they have friends um, around them or people that they could do, like what I like to call in Spanish, chelchas with, you know, these little gatherings and stuff, they don't vibe on the same frequency yeah maybe they have interests that nobody else in their circle 
find interesting either. You know, I, I find interesting along with them. So it's like maybe they're into certain type of shows or certain type of movies. Or maybe you're the friend that loves books and you love to read and nobody around you finds that same interest. It's kind of like that's kind of whack like nobody reads with me i can't do a little book club um you know so it's it's situational there's many different reasons why people find themselves to be lonely and it's not always big moments sometimes it's small moments and then there's other people that experience loneliness for a long period of time yeah and i think you know like you said a lot of times there's a story that we tell ourselves in our head right Mm. so because i have this interest that seems like no one else has or because i like to read and it seems like there's no group that you know or no one that just likes to read the way i like to read or you know because i love sports Mm. and i'm surrounded by people who aren't even that athletic you know what i mean like we tell ourselves this story like you know, we can't be friends with those people Mm -hmm. or we can't connect with them or, you know, they won't accept us into their group. And there's a story we tell ourselves in our head that sometimes is completely false. Yeah. You know, we tell ourselves and we make up this narrative as to why we're lonely. Mm -hmm. We make up this narrative as to why we don't have friends or why we don't feel fulfilled in our Mm -hmm. friendships. And we tell ourselves this story to the point where we actually begin believing this story that's Mm -hmm. made up, right? And acting upon it acting as if it were real so because you have interests that's hard to connect with certain individuals Mm. you continuously tell yourself that and start to act and move in a way where you're isolating yourself you know what i mean because of certain interests or because of what you're telling yourself yeah and i think i agree with what you're saying but i also see a different perspective of that there are times where you are the only person that is interested in those things um and i think that and i think maybe this is me speaking from personal experience is that as an individual who when i'm building relationships or friendships with people and i find out what they're interested in even though originally i may have never been interested in that but because that's something that you find interesting and you're my friend i'm like okay cool let's let's look into it together let's figure it out or you know what throw me one of them books let me read it let me see what it is and then when you don't feel that same energy returned back to you that is a feeling of loneliness as well because it's kind of like yo i just spent three weeks reading this book that you gave me because you thought it was interesting i send you a song to listen to because i like this music genre and you haven't done it like that's kind of like why doesn't nobody take the same time or put in the same energy into me as i do to other people yeah you know so that's also a different type of feeling of loneliness as well where i think is important to you know establish that that if you find yourself in a situation where you're not really be taking up interests of the people around you that you're selfish (laughs) that sounds really messed up and strong but at the end of the day it is you're a selfish friend who's always consuming the attention and assume uh consuming the energy from everyone around you but you're never giving that back yeah so you have to make sure to give it back because you don't want your bestie who's supposed to be your bestie or your spouse to be like i'm always going out of my way to do stuff for them and you know you know to be there for them and in all the little hobbies and stuff that they do but when it comes time for them to do that for me they don't yeah and naturally you will connect and gravitate towards people who have similar interests right and who have you know things that you guys connect on but Mm. there will always be something that you don't you know what i mean and there will always be friends that have like different interests right true and i think that at the end of the day regardless you know if you're friends and you guys are great friends or whatever like you said there's an element of you know because you like this because you're into this Mm -hmm. you know i know that I will somehow incorporate that also into our friendship. And there are definitely ways where we can connect about that. You know what I mean? And I think that that's where you also begin to form well-rounded friendships where Mm -hmm. it's not just on, you know, there are things that, and we're not going to talk about friendships, but it's kind (laughs) of like all intertwined, you know, but there are things that connect Uh, people like food can connect people and that's it. 
They yes. can just get together to eat, but to have an actual conversation, a meaningful conversation, mm-hmm. they can't do it. It's work. Mm-hmm. You know, then there are those individuals who can talk about just one thing. And mm-hmm. that's really the only one thing they can really connect with each other on. And that's all they focus on, you know? Yeah. But I think it's important to know, and, you know, we've kind of been talking about it that loneliness uh doesn't necessarily only mean you feel that when you don't have any friends yeah you know what i mean because you can definitely have a lot of people around you Mm. you can definitely have friends you know and still feel alone yeah and i think that it's important to understand how certain relationships are compartmentalized like the way that you said it where you're lucky if you have a group of friends or a a friend or two who have all the same interests as you who y'all can talk about the deep personal stuff y'all can go and watch a comedy show together y'all can pray together yeah like you can do all the levels together but not everybody has that so then as a person who may be feeling lonely maybe you need to take a step back and evaluate who do i have around me and what type of relationships can I establish with them that would help me with certain aspects of loneliness? You know, you may have a coworker who is the funniest person in the world. Yeah, I can watch movies together with and all this other stuff, but maybe they aren't as spiritually strong as someone that you need. All right, well, this is your chit chat friend, like how I would say it, your hangout friend. But then now you need to look at somebody else to be like, okay, I need a friend who's a little bit more strong spiritually to help me when I'm down and then vice versa. You know, I think that that's the thing when it comes to loneliness that a lot of times people allow loneliness to like really settle in whether it's for a moment or whether it is someone who's like really struggling uh, with loneliness for a long time and they kind of just let it cloud their judgment and they don't take the time to like really assess like okay how can i chip away at this loneliness what are the things that i can do to help me feel less lonely um with the people that i have around me yeah because a lot of times you know it's funny because you can feel alone and feel loneliness right Mm -hmm. and have this idea in mind of what you need or what you want. Mm -hmm. You know, like you said, I want people that connect with me on every level. I want someone that knows everything. I want someone that I can do this, that, and that, you know what I mean? And a lot of times we have this checklist and all these different requirements Mm -hmm. of what we're looking for in people or in Mm -hmm. a group, in a friend group. And we actually miss out on the people that we have around us that may not necessarily check off every box on your list, but these are the people that God has around you and Mm -hmm. you're missing out because you have this long list of expectations that you want in a friend. Yeah. So you dwell in your loneliness. You live in your loneliness because you haven't, you know, met people who meet all those requirements. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, you know, the people that God has for us or the people that God wants to use to kind of comfort us or be there for us are around us. That friend is around you. Mm-hmm. Those friends are around you and you just don't see it yeah. because they're not what you want or what you expected. Mm -hmm. So sometimes I think even in friendships, right, Mm -hmm. you have to take that risk, right? And sometimes jump in, even when you feel like you can't connect with no one or you feel super alone, Mm -hmm. you know, um, sometimes you just have to take that risk and take that step towards building a friendship with someone, connecting with someone and see, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? If that works. Yes. With wisdom. Cause I also think that there are times where we allow, the flip side of that is that you allowed your loneliness or the desperation of feeling lonely to cloud your judgment yeah. where you start to connect with people that you know for a fact you shouldn't be connecting with but just for the simple fact that you don't want to go eat by yourself right or you don't want to go see that movie by yourself or you don't want to spend another weekend alone you start connecting with people for the simple fact of just to connect knowing 
that all the red flags are flapping in the air and you still do it because of that. Now you're putting yourself in situations that are not good for you, that God forbid are traumatic for you or even or even worse will make you even feel more lonely because you'll walk out of that experience feeling like crap and feeling like this was just such a waste of time. This is why I don't go out. This is why I stay by myself. This is why X, Y, and Z. Yeah. Loneliness definitely can lead to desperation, right? If you let it. And you know, even if we, were to come out and not look at it as like a, a spiritual thing right mm. and like or you know connecting with people that are bad for you and that cause you to sin and all of that but just you can definitely connect with certain individuals mm. right for the sole purpose of not wanting to be alone mm-hmm. right like you don't want to be lonely and it's friday so mm. you call up you know so and so and so and so to just go out mm-hmm. and you have nothing there you don't care about them <laughs> you know very little about them yeah. you know what i mean but for the simple fact of company mm. you know what i mean you you have people around you and i think even that can be dangerous and eventually Mm. will not work out you know Mm. what i mean when you're just connecting with someone to keep you company and that's it and you don't know anything about them you don't know their interests you don't know what you know what's on their mind what Mm. they're going through you know what i mean again it's like i hope that both parties then are okay with that level of friendship you know what i mean so loneliness definitely can bring you to a place where you know you just connect with the wrong people or Mm -hmm. do the wrong things you know but then there are also people that are lonely and alone by choice Hmm. you know where they're a lot of people mm-hmm. around them, mm-hmm. their potential. And I'm not talking like, you know, like crazy. I'm talking about there are people out there that are good friends yeah. that can be good friends, have the potential of being there for them. Mm-hmm. Their common interests, common ground. There are people that have tried to reach out, have tried mm-hmm. to form friendships. But for some reason, there are some individuals who choose to be lonely yeah. Why and is I th- that? I, I think it depends. I think that there are people that have just had bad experiences, have had bad friendships, have, you know, really invested and connected with people for it to explode in their face, you know, one, two, three times. And it's kind of like after the third time of you, like really trying to invest energy into a friendship or into connections and they're not really working out or you not feeling the same energy reciprocated or sent back to you as well. It kind of traumatizes you, whereas like it's really not worth it. Um, so I think that there are people like that and unfortunately they've just connected with the wrong people and it's really messed it up for them. And if you're one of those people that find yourself in that situation, you know, I really say it's, this is where like really like grinding and praying and be like, Lord, you know, help me with the situation is because, you know, I don't think God sent us on earth to be alone. No. You know what I mean? It's kind of like that whole thing about, I'm just going to, you know, go to work, come home, stay by myself because, you know, that's my peace. It's kind of like, no, because you're there depressed and you feel bad about it. And even though you're putting up a front and you're trying to be brave and strong for everybody, I'm a strong, independent, this, that, or the third. No, you feel lonely. And, you know, those are feelings that I think make the Holy Spirit feel sad as well for you, which is like, no, we don't want you to feel alone. We don't want you to feel down. We don't want you to feel depressed. But we also, you know, you also have to connect with the right people. So if you find yourself as someone who always finds himself alone and you have tried it, maybe you've gone to, you know, book clubs, maybe you've gone, you know, to different youth groups or you've done different things and it hasn't worked out. You have to keep trying. And that sounds so much more easier. It sounds easier than what it really is. It's a really difficult thing to have to constantly put yourself in a situation of vulnerability to try to connect with people and may not receive that back as well. But then maybe you also need to evaluate your prior, like your expectation. Like, are you expecting way too much? Do you want them to open up to you about all their traumas on your first time going out for coffee? No, that's crazy. That's not going to happen. You know, just maybe settle for having a good, peaceful time. 
Yeah. And I think, you know, talking about when you said that sometimes, it, you know, makes the Holy Spirit sad, right? Yeah. In those moments, I think, you know, even when we look in the Bible right from the beginning in Genesis, you know, there's literally that phrase where, you know, God saw that it was not good for yes. man to be alone. Obviously, in that moment, God was talking about Eve, right? And bringing mm. a woman into his life. But ob obviously, we can take that and apply it in, in many different areas where it isn't good for mm. us to be alone. You know what I mean? Are there moments where you may need peace and may need to be by yourself yes, and fine. may need, you know, a moment to mm. yourself? Of course, right? But I don't think God intended for us to walk this earth and mm. walk this journey, you know, with him feeling alone mm. all the time mm -hmm. and being to ourselves all the time. You yeah. know what I mean? And I think that's one of the whole reasons as well as why we go to church, mm -hmm. right? Um, you know, obviously to connect with, with God, but also with others, yeah. that wouldn't be a thing that wouldn't be important, right? God mm. wouldn't encourage that and tell us to do that. Mm. If he knew as humans, we need that connection. Mm. Loneliness is not good. You yeah. know, so as many, as much as you can say you're independent, you're strong, you don't need anyone. You know, like you said, at times that's a front yeah. at times. No, you need people. Mm. And as many times as you say, you don't need friends or I don't have friends or this, that, and the other thing, there are moments in your life yes. where you will need a friend. It's you true. will need someone, you know what I mean? And it's just coming to terms with that idea, with that truth, that loneliness is not of God. True. Right? God did not create us to be alone. He did not create us to walk this earth alone. He didn't create us to carry out our purpose and our mission alone. True. You know what I mean? We will need someone else's help. Yeah. And how horrible will it be that you only reach out to certain individuals or people around you when you're in need and mm -hmm. when you need help? Yeah, and I was going to say the, the reverse of that is also that God needs you to be of help to others. Yeah. You know, because there are experiences you have, knowledge you have, you know, gifts that you have as an individual that there are people out there that need from that. You know, that they need that encouragement, that they need that gift, they need to feel your presence. You know, the idea that I think this took a lot uh, for me to understand uh, as well is that the fact that you show up in a place that changes a lot you know sometimes we we don't really like give importance to the fact that your presence makes a difference yeah you know by you showing up to an event by you showing up to a place by you showing up to whatever to church a service or whatever you just being there changed the dynamic of what was about to go down in that room and there are people that need for you to enter into a room to change the dynamic because by you changing the dynamic that is exactly what they needed however that manifests itself it can manifest itself you threw in a joke you randomly said a joke because you're uncomfortable that's your defense mechanism it cracked the ice and then it completely changed the dynamic of what was going on it could be because of the, your gift as well you know whatever your gift is you teach you preach you sing you clean whatever it is you know you walked into a room noticed something executed your gift because that's what comes natural to you is shifted that dynamic of the room and all of a sudden there was somebody there that needed that and that sounds both mad simple and mad complicated at the same time but really let marinate in that the fact that you entering into a room you entering into a situation changes the dynamic that someone there needed in order for them to leave that place feeling better yes Everything he just said, so. I'm, I'm letting him marinate, right? <laughs> but again, I think it's so true because I think yeah. oftentimes we, we isolate ourselves. We yeah. keep ourselves away out of, you know, so many, again, like I said, the story we tell ourselves mm. in our head. And there are people that need yes. your friendship and connection. Yeah. There are people that need what you offer. Yes. There are people that need your ideas, your voice, and, and you know, your help. Mm. In the same way, I believe that there are others that may need that. Mm. I also believe that there are individuals where... 
they offer that for us. Do you know what I mean? There are people that we may need their help. We may need their ideas. We may need that connection. We may need, you know, um, that dynamic shift in a Mm. room. You know what I mean? And again, we have to be open to that. It really comes down to you being open to that, recognizing that loneliness is not a good thing Mm -hmm. and recognizing that you can't stay there. You know what I mean? And how many opportunities we can miss out on or friendships or connections or just doors that God has for us because we isolate ourselves. And that's not to say that we won't go through seasons of loneliness Mm -hmm. because I truly believe that sometimes God will process us where we will go through a season where we are by ourselves. Mm -hmm. And that's actually God putting us through a season. But now when we choose to elongate that season and we choose to make that season a permanent thing Mm -hmm. and we don't learn the lessons that God wants us to learn in that season and we don't kind of go through the process the way he wants us to go through it, Mm -hmm. then we will forever stay stuck in that. That's not the goal, right? I don't think God is going to bring you on, you know, a whole 75 year journey of loneliness right Mm -hmm. for you to reach your deathbed right for you to realize wow i needed friends you know what i mean (laughs) i think i think that there are processes and Mm. moments where god will put you through that learn what you have Mm. to learn do what you have to do rely on him you know the way you need to and move on yeah you know what i mean and get out of that place yeah and i think that those moments that god creates of loneliness for us are purposeful and not for you to be stagnant i think that when loneliness becomes a a highly negative thing is when you become stagnant. You no longer want to grow. You no longer want to move forward. You no longer want to find things that bring you joy and you become a miserable person. Because I think that's the intention of loneliness. Loneliness really is to make you feel sad, make you feel down, make you feel all these negative feelings. And when God puts you in a situation for loneliness, it's not to make you feel those things. It's to remove your focus from things that are not being beneficial to you. So if you find yourself in a spiritual place of loneliness, it's because God wants you to get closer to him and farther away from the things that are distracting you. There's a possibility that after you pass that process, those things will come back to you. So chill, it's okay. And then there's also the other possibility that through the process, you will learn that those things were never beneficial for you to begin with and you no longer want to return to them. Yeah. And I want to also say because i think there are those people who are like homebodies right yeah they love to be at home yeah right you i can be a homebody you know what i mean like (laughs) i if i had a choice to go out or be home i'm going home you know what i mean but again that's okay and there's a time and a place for that right Mm -hmm. but then there are moments where you can't be a homebody Mm -hmm. And then complain that you feel alone or constantly say no to things, Mm -hmm. right? Constantly say no to all these different things and invitations that you get to hang out, go here, go there, meet this person for dinner, lunch, call all this stuff, and then feel alone and say you have no one, Mm -hmm. right? So I think, you know, there are people who are natural homebodies, right? Or just prefer to be by themselves. But even those individuals, you know what I mean? Have to be careful of not falling into the trap of conforming to that and just Mm. staying to that. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? There will be times where you don't want to leave your house. You may be comfortable, but you just, you know, told your friend and you guys are actually good friends. No, for the third time. And you're Mm. like, it can't be a fourth. Like I have to go. (laughs) You pick yourself up, you push yourself to go. Mm. And then you come back and you're like, man, that was a great time. Like, you know, I'm glad I went. Right. And a lot of times if we just let like that tiredness and that sulkiness and Mm. just kind of the the gloom of the day or just you know we're tired from work we're tired from a lot of things and it's just so much easier more comfortable to stay home you know what i mean there are moments where i think we miss out on having genuine fun you know and also there have been moments where you know it's like i push myself to do something Mm -hmm. 
And not only was it fun, but it's like God also had something planned as well. There was like a spiritual thing in there too, where it was like, man, like that conversation like really helped me or that thing I saw like really benefited me. Like, man, like, you know, that was a God moment. And I think even within our friendships, there Mm. are those moments, but Mm. you have to kind of break out of that feeling of just wanting to be alone or feeling lonely. Yeah, true. And I think that, listen, to our listeners and our viewers that are with us in today's episode, you know, I think one of the key things to take away from today is the idea that loneliness isn't something you should be ashamed about. So if you do feel lonely and you have people around you that you can share that with, absolutely do it. Share with them. Like, you know, when we speak about your situation, it was something I had no idea about. I didn't have the foggiest of ideas in reference to that. But now it's something to keep an eye out for and to be mindful for, not only with, you know, you as a friend, but, you know, with other people that I consider friends as well. Um, so I think it is important to keep those lines of communication open about how you're feeling. Now, if you're someone who do who does find yourself as someone who is feeling lonely, what can you do to shake it off? What are the connections that you can try to make that are positive and have a good impact in your life? What are the things and habits you need to change? Maybe instead of you going straight to home, uh, trade home after work every day maybe you need to make a u-turn and go for coffee with somebody you know there's a lot of practical things that you can do and then you accompany that with the spiritual side of it which is asking god for the connections asking god to you know put people in your life that are going to be beneficial for you and you do have a great receipt recipe uh for something positive to happen yeah and i also think for those of you who have been hurt for those of you who have tried to make friends and it doesn't work and that's why you find yourself in a place of loneliness like you said earlier you have to keep trying you know what i mean and you have to believe that you were not created to do this alone yeah you know and even you know ultimately like we can say where you know people have hurt us people have left us people have just done things that you know, we don't want to make new friends. We're scarred. Mm. You know what I mean? And we may feel alone and we mm. may feel all those things just because you are by yourself doesn't mean you are alone. Yeah. And I think that that's something that we must remember that even if we find ourselves by ourselves mm-hmm. with no one around, we are truly never alone. And at the end of the day, you know, we know the promise that God is always with us, yeah. you know, and a lot of times, you know, the way God wants to be with us even more and show us who he is even more is mm. through people and God. God will use people to do that for you to feel his presence. God will use people to help heal you. God will use people to help comfort you, but you have to be willing to get out of your loneliness and Mm -hmm. let them do that. Let God do that. You know? So again, in our minds, we're looking at it like, you know, I want healing. I want this. I want that. I want wholeness. I want this miracle. I want, you know, peace in my life. I want to feel God. And there are times where God is like, I have a lot of people around in Mm -hmm. place that can help you with some of those things, Mm -hmm. you know? And like always, remembering that those things come in balance where God may bring us people. We may make friendships and connections, but they will never replace who he is in our life. And they should never replace that. Absolutely. So thank you once again for tuning in to the latest episode of the Guy Life Culture Podcast. As always, you can find us on our socials. Yes, on Facebook, on Instagram at God Life Culture Podcast. If you're listening to us on Apple or Spotify, go to YouTube and check out our YouTube channel at God Life Culture Podcast. You can check out the visuals to all of our episodes. If you're watching on YouTube, hit that subscribe button, hit the like, the 
share button do it all let us know in the comments if you've yeah. ever felt lonely loneliness what you did how you got over it um you know we want to hear from you as well yeah and if you have any events or anything going on that you want to share with the general public yo throw those in the comments as well you don't know there may be a listener who is from your area who may want to go to that as well whether it's a concert a coffee house or whatever a book club put that in the comments and you never know who you may connect to help you get out of that loneliness yeah for sure uh, so thank you once again for tuning into the latest episode of the god life culture podcast that's god, god life culture. culture until next time see ya bye